Today, we are going to be talking to Bob Quinn, the executive director of SCRA, the South Carolina Research Authority. Bob, tell us a little bit about SCRA and um, what its mission is. South Carolina Research Authority, or SCRA, is a public nonprofit corporation whose mission is to foster the state's innovation economy. We accomplish this mission by providing support to entrepreneurs, by enabling academic research and its commercialization, and by connecting industry with innovators. We support entrepreneurs through our SC Launch Program by providing mentoring, grants, and early stage seed capital investments. For, for academic institutions, we enhance their research and the commercialization by creating centers of excellence within the state working collaboratively with not only the major three comprehensive research universities, USC, Clemson, and MUSC, but all academic institutions throughout the state. Designed to create these centers of excellence, a finite number of areas where we will be known nationally and internationally as best in class in those areas. We connect industry with innovators by interacting with companies to understand their highest priority needs. We then tap into our networks within academia and the entrepreneurial community to find technology-based solutions to those needs. And then we serve as the facilitator in, in engendering a long-term relationship between and among industry and academia and entrepreneurs. So you have three main strategic areas of focus, supporting entrepreneurship, working with academic institutions and industry. How do you measure success in each of these three areas? Well, as an economic development organization, clearly our overall economic impact, as well as the jobs that we help to create are important metrics. On corporate level in FY16, our total economic impact was approximately $585 million with the creation of over 3,500 jobs. For the SC launch program, those figures are $335 million in economic impact with over 2,100 jobs. And these are high paying jobs. So for example, the average salary of uh, employees within our SC launch companies is approximately $62,000 as compared to the statewide average salary of $40,000. Another important metric for SC Launch is the follow-on funding that our companies receive after we provide our investment. So over the course of the 10 years that SC Launch has been in existence, we've invested a little over $25 million in seed capital. That's led to follow-on investments over $650 million, which is a real testament to the quality of these companies that they are attracting investments from angels, from venture capitalists, as well as from corporate uh, investments. Uh, in terms of uh, academia, uh, we're measuring the progress towards the creation of these centers of excellence. So we, SCRA, are providing grant funding to academic institutions, and we're measuring what additional sources of 
funding are coming from the federal government as well as from industry to leverage the funding that we are providing, thereby growing the research capacity within those specific target areas. And then with regard to industry, we're measuring progress towards the creation of these collaborations between and among industry and academia and uh, the entrepreneurial community. So these would be specifically in terms of the, uh, the funds that are flowing back and forth between the, those entities as well as the, uh, the solutions that are being developed as a result of them. We also work collaboratively with organizations such as the Department of Commerce and regional economic development alliances to recruit in to the state R&D operations. And so certainly we are measuring our progress towards those efforts. What changes have taken place under your leadership at SCRA? Well, I've been in this role for approximately a year. And over that year, we've made a, a number of dramatic changes and have had a, a number of substantial milestones. Most noteworthy is the sale of our government contracting affiliate, Advanced Technology International, or ATI. We finalized that sale in January of, of this year. The proceeds from that sale will better enable the long-term sustainability of our organization, and then also it allows us to have a singular focus on the core mission of, of SCRA. Another significant activity it involves the Industry Partnership Fund, or IPF. This is one of our funding sources, and contributors to the IPF receive a 100% credit on their state tax obligation. The current annual limit for all contributions to the fund is $6 million. Through the efforts of Senator Leatherman, Setzler, Campbell, and Williams, a bill was introduced this past session to increase that annual limit to $12 million. And I'm happy to say, thanks to their leadership, that it passed the Senate with a 40 to 1 vote. Unfortunately, we ran out of time in terms of the House taking up the, the bill. However, as you know, this is a two-year session, and so the House will pick it up in January uh, where they left off. What steps have you put in place to make improvements to the SC launch program? taken a number of steps to increase the transparency associated with the, the program for indeed I received that kind of feedback from individuals as I went around the state. They were passionate about the impact that SC Launch has had and those that were particularly fervent in uh, how positive they were in the program well, were equally so in terms of how it can be improved and that transparency was an important one and like I say we've taken several steps to uh, improve upon that. We've also introduced a new grant funding vehicle, Acceleration Grants. These $50,000 grants, which go to our SC Launch client companies, uh, are designed to further de-risk a company in terms of both technical and business aspects to better prepare them to then approach SC Launch Inc., our affiliate company, which then provides the seed capital investment and holds the equity in those companies. With regard to uh, academia, uh, in December of last year, we signed a strategic cooperation agreement with the presidents of MUSC, at USC and, and Clemson 
under which all of our interactions, not only with those three institutions, but all academic institutions throughout the state are, are governed. In order to implement that agreement, we established the SCRA Academia Collaboration Team, uh, comprised of representatives from SCRA, the three comprehensive research universities, but also comprehensive teaching universities, such as Francis Marion and, and College of Charleston. Uh, likewise, the technical colleges are represented, as is industry. So the efforts that I mentioned in terms of creating these centers of excellence are very much being driven by this team as, as a steering committee for our efforts. Are also related to uh, academia, uh, starting in FY17, we now manage the EBSCOR program for the state. EBSCOR is the, well, it used to be called uh, experimental, now called established program to stimulate collaborative research. These are federal programs it, through agencies such as NSF, uh, DOE, and NASA to establish and grow research bases uh, within specific states. And so we hired uh, Dr. Nadeem Aziz, uh, who had just finished a stellar career at Clemson to head up that program. He, in turn, has uh, put together a very, very strong team uh, to manage the, the program. With regard to industry, we have, for the first time, established a separate division focused on our interactions with industry, given the importance that we are placing on that. Uh, we have hired a new director for that division, Cole Dudley, and he in turn is hiring and putting in place his team. Uh, these are, would be subject matter or market experts in our three areas, our industries of focus, those being information technology, life sciences, and advanced materials and manufacturing. All right, at this point, why don't you give us an overview of where South Carolina is at in terms of promoting innovation across the economy? I believe the status of innovation within the state of South Carolina is strong and growing. Let's talk about each of those three industries that we're focusing in. Advanced manufacturing and, and materials, uh, thanks to the efforts of the Department of Commerce, the local economic development agencies, and, and many others, we've been fortunate enough to recruit in world-class corporations such as BMW, Boeing, Michelin, and now Volvo. Those companies have a direct economic impact, but they also have a secondary impact, and that is in terms of attracting their secondary and tertiary suppliers. So these would be established companies that are coming into the area, but also it engenders the development of new companies to serve their supplier base and new innovations that can help to meet their needs not only in terms of suppliers, but also in ter terms of academia. So one good example is the McNair Center for Aerospace Innovation and Research at USC. It's actually located at our Innovation Center at USC for one of the missions that SCRA uh, employs is to manage three innovation centers throughout the state, one each affiliated with the comprehensive research universities. The McNair Center uh, is expanding, as a matter of fact, is about to go into an, an additional 13,000 square feet into our building. 
uh, and they're expanding because of the growth in their programs and those programs have direct relevance into the needs of industry, whether they be Boeing, whether they be the suppliers of, of Boeing, and then beyond aerospace into other, other industries as well, that those that deal with carbon fiber, for example. With regard to information technologies, Charleston in particular has realized tremendous growth in this area to the point where this past year, among mid-sized companies, they had the largest growth in the IT industry. Uh, that has realized over now 250 IT companies in Charleston. With regard to life sciences, the, their organizations like SC Bio now have a new leadership. Sam Kondoris uh, started a couple months ago. Uh, he is breathing new life into that organization and he has a very engaged board that want to take this state to the next level in terms of life sciences. Another noteworthy example is the recent recruitment of Thorn Research into the state. This is a nutritional supplements company that is currently located in Idaho and they are out growing that area and have done a nationwide search uh, to find their, their next location. We beat out the likes of Austin and uh, Boulder in attracting them into the, the state. Importantly, they not only bring manufacturing and their headquarters, but also their R&D, which I said earlier is an area of particular focus for SERA to recruit in companies such as this. So there are lots of areas of strength for the state. Um, what are a couple of areas of opportunity for South Carolina going forward? One of the most noteworthy, I believe, is the absence of in-state venture capital. Uh, we've come a long way in terms of providing access to seed capital and angel capital, or angel investment. When SC Launch was created some 10 years ago, there was very little seed capital in the state. Now, thanks to our efforts, uh, we not only have SERA as a source of that, but others as well. Uh, in terms of angel investment, through the efforts of organizations such as Venture South, we now have a vibrant network or even network of networks of angel investors uh, in the state. The challenge is what happens next. And in particular, if a company's looking for, say, five plus million dollars, uh, we can attract in VCs from a regional and national basis. And we, SCRA, are working very hard to increase our network of VCs in order to enable those interactions. The gap is in that one to five million dollar range. Uh, and we're making efforts, as are others, to fill that gap through the creation of one or more funds. Now, as a state-affiliated organization, we're constitutionally banned from running a fund such as that. However, we feel it's very much within our mission to facilitate its creation.